I go to Brian, I work in the marketing department, and I have a, a rap review podcast with Nathan Nakarma and Dr. Gleason. Um, and I didn't think that Dr. Newman would care, but then he was like, can I have a link to that? And oh my gosh. And I thought, no. <laughs> We're gonna blow all No, you can't. Yeah, we are. <laughs> Dr. Newman, We're you- We're gonna get our own SoundCloud <laughs> You can't have that, actually. Welcome back, Brian College to It's a Rap, your hip-hop thoughts from the hill. That's a tagline I came up with like three days ago, and I'm going to stick with it till I find out anyone hates it. Okay, we're going to move on from there. So. Nice. Ah, that's terrible. <laughs> uh, it's been uh, a while since we've been in the studio, actually. Uh, actually, shorter than we typically spend. We had, what, like three episodes last like whole semester? Yeah. Um, and this is our... Actually, we, no, we had like four um, last semester. And this is our second one so far and this is that that's pretty good but the problem is that we have a backlog of episodes two unreleased episodes this will end up being the third one as soon as we edit together and release the other ones then people will finally understand what we're going for but if you've listened to the episodes in order then you know that uh dr gleason and i were in the studio without nathan a while ago the plan was to discuss naza's illmatic and uh lil yachty's little boat along with chance's coloring book a little a little piece of the pie from each of our own individual portions of rap in the world right now but unfortunately nathan couldn't make it so we ended up just talking about nas and yadi but we're making good on our promise and we're going to talk about chance today yeah. we're finally going to delve in and and to make up for the uh the the injustice that was served we're going to be talking about as much of chance as we can and we're going to let we're going to make sure that nathan has has his floor on the uh, on the matter. But before we get there, uh, I'm trying to think, is there anything that's happened in the, the hip-hop world recently that y'all have, uh, y'all have heard about or have any uh, opinions on? No, uh, no. our last review was uh, Eminem's uh, Kamikaze. Yeah. And so, like, I inundated myself with hip-hop news during that time because mm-hmm. so much was happening and uh, got a little oversaturated, so... I've been listening to some of my favorite classic jams, but yeah. since then, haven't really like, been looking at news or seeing uh, new albums that have dropped. So nothing for me. Yeah, that makes sense. Nathan? Nah. You got nothing? I'm... Now here comes 25 SoundCloud rappers. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> I've actually been, I, I've actually uh, slacked off. I haven't actually looked that much up. I've been, I've been spending time just in my heavy rotation of stuff I normally listen to. That doesn't mean that there hasn't, hasn't been a, a, decent amount, a decent amount of things that have come out. Not, not much that I think are... Too important. Um, I finally did get around to downloading the Carters, so I'm hoping yep. to actually listen to that that full thing. Um, I haven't. I've never actually given Jay Z like a full month of my life before. Just a mm. flex here and there. But I'm trying to think of things that have actually come out with some substance. Vince Staples dropped an album. He's a uh, pretty pretty big right now, as well as a uh, Action Bronson and some more more things that I totally didn't understand. Didn't realize was uh, were coming out, but. It's inconsequential compared to what we're talking about today, which is Chance the Rapper, starting from, well, wherever Nathan wants to start from, because I thought he had two mixtapes. I thought he had a mixtape, then his album, and I didn't realize until I looked him up that he had one that I completely didn't know about, 10 Days. I thought it started at Acid Rap, and it like ended with Coloring Book, the, the, the two projects. But it, can you can you elaborate on, on our the history of our friend Chance, Chancellor, whatever it is? Yeah, um, so I think his last name is Bennett, actually. Mm -hmm. But I don't know what his first name is. Pretty sure it's just Chance. Uh, No, it's not. But uh, Actually, actually, it's Chancellor. Look at that. No way, it's Chancellor Bennett. Chancellor Bennett. That's just setting up someone for success right there. That's Star Wars naming. Um, But Chance's music actually goes further than that. He's got um, a little bit of a, I don't know what it, maybe an EP called Five Days. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he's got Ten Days. And Ten Days is, you can... You, you can take in a lot of his, his Kanye influence, his indirect Kanye influence, because Kanye never actually worked with him, mm. but uh, Chance just idolized Kanye, and he has a one song, um, it might be on Acid Rap, actually, called Prom Night, that just, it could be a Kanye record. It's got like a similar flow, 
um, out of some of his songs from graduation. It's got the same kind of ideas flowing. Um, but and then and then there's Acid Rap and Ten Day, which he didn't actually make a ton of money starting out because he was very yeah. independent, and that's just that's kind of how he keeps it right. Um, I think he's got a line in uh, Blessings. It's anti-label um where yeah. Yeah. He, he he won't he he refuses to sign um and it's interesting because he reflects on that period of 10 days in acid rap in 65th and ingleside where he's talking about his, the, his girlfriend who was actually supporting him throughout all of that because he was making no money um and then that takes us up to uh coloring book which is actually where he really surfaced um i think as a as a more popular lay rapper, I remember people saying like, "Yeah, it's crazy that that rapper came out of nowhere." Like, someone actually told me like, "Yeah, he's he's definitely a Christian." There's no way you wouldn't put so many him verses in your first album. And I was like, "Wait, what? No." Yeah. So that is kind of a little bit of a history on him. Um, he's clearly a Chicago guy. Yeah, um, he is very into his um his his Chicago roots. Recently, he actually purchased a old Chicago news website that he was planning on uh, relaunching uh, in, in the later part of this year. I don't know what's happened to that, but he's yeah. he's obviously very into his own community. He's obviously so very, very involved. Uh, I, I remember reading a headline a while ago. He donated like $4 million or yep. something to the to the Chicago do, uh, school district or something. Big-time philanthropist. Yeah. So the, the man obviously – the man wins points immediately for me from his, his philanthropic – um, actions and and just he seems like a generally well-rounded, great guy uh, all over. Though unfortunately, I completely forgot that. Well, I didn't know Ten Day existed, so I, I'm kind of sad because I I wish I could have gotten a better view at his his beginning. But I'm kind of glad I started with Acid Rap. That was a it was a really interesting thing to see the difference between Acid Rap and Coloring Book. But we'll get there. Do you do you have any opinions, Doctor Gleason? Um. So my uh. First take when Chance came out big, and at first you know, people were like, "Hey, you should listen to this guy." Um, I know this is going to come as a shock, but I was a hater. I'm always mm. like ready mm. to hate, mm. um, just like all the rap forms. <laughs> What's um, wrong with you? But um, I will say this: Chance has completely won me over. Oh so yes, I, I know. Look at that. Oh my gosh. Blessings yeah, rain down. I know, I know. Do you, do you have the track queued up? Oh my you know, gosh. Like, drop yeah. it right now. Where it, yeah. It's going to take me half a okay, second well, because I was not. Yeah. So. And... I'm going to praise him. Praise him till I'm gone. That's, this is, a, this is our, our time to <laughs> appreciate that the Lord has finally changed the hearts of the sinners. That's all. That's all. Okay. I don't know how long we can do that before anyone can sue us. No one will. No one knows we're here. But we got to protect ourselves. We're in rankings, by the way. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, you know, this is um, kind of like my experience with contemporary hip-hop, stuff that's coming out now, has really been shaped by some of the stuff that, um, Cooper, you have foisted upon me. Foisted yeah. is a great term to use <laughs> for what I've um, done to you. And so I think in all of my, I've, I've expended all of my energy, like hating Yachty. And so now <laughs> I, I like don't have the capacity to hate something that is I've used... like uh, Chance the Rapper. Cause I'm like, okay, like I, I can, I can get with this. I can get with this. <laughs> Um, so that's, that's, that's like I saw a TED talk once where someone said like yeah I was the child of a white supremacist yeah. right, white supremacist or something and she remembered that her mom said one day I'm tired of hating yeah and it's such a terrible <laughs> correlation to be like Daniel Gleason says I'm just tired of hating all these new school people I know <laughs> I know so I gotta pick somebody to love yeah if um, you're gonna pick one of them to love it might as well be Chance yeah so no but in all sincerity um, I you know I. He grew on me, and it, this was like first out the first time through on coloring book, not feeling it, not getting it. Second time through, still not like th probably the tenth time through, I'm starting to nod my head a little bit, and now like I'll put it on for fun. So oh, yeah, wow. it really has. It, it's wow. Thank you all um, for not giving me. up on me, and I got to <laughs> apologize. Shout out Ben Reagan. Um, I remember in the calf, he he was like, Hey Gleason, like what do you think about Chance? It's like he's a bum. Like, <laughs> like people aren't gonna remember this guy in five years. Like he's really not good at all. Wow. So uh, Ben, I'm willing to walk that one back right now. 
Um, my horizons have broadened, and um, mm. I can I can honestly say I enjoy a solid seventy five percent of coloring book and really like it. Yeah, so. you know what? It's baby steps. We're we're going to I'm going to keep evangelizing the new Thank school. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Nathan doesn't have to do that with me. I know <laughs> that uh, he has his own own beliefs, but we will. <laughs> we'll work on it. I'm I'm learning to appreciate the old school in a new way, and I this is the first time I've listened to more than two songs from Chance before, because all I remember from him was a, uh, I listened to No Problem um, a while ago, like I think one or two years ago, and it was awesome. Just mm-hmm. I thought it was super super fun, except for the Lil Wayne verse, because <laughs> I don't know. I, it's just there are two things. There are only two verses on either of these projects that I have such huge problems with. Mm. One of them was Wayne's verse. Uh, I can't remember specifically what he said. Um, let me let me find it here. This is the first time I've ever actually had to like look up a verse to be like, mm, I just want to make sure what it says. Uh, uh, get too choked up when I think of old stuff. Like he said, uh, I rolled up and let the smoke puff. I lay down, toes up, hold up, get too choked up when I think of old stuff. That is borderline Nickelback quality oh lyricism. Oh my gosh. The whole like, look at what's on Joey's head. Is, is, <laughs> that was, like the song itself is great. That one line, one line can make me dislike a whole section of a song. That and um, we'll, we'll get to, I think we're going we're gonna to get to that part of um, Acid Rap at some point. But there was, a, there was a certain portion of Acid Rap. I was listening to it this morning. I was working out and I, I put that on to make sure I could get in like, let it sit in the background, see how I feel about it that way. And I, it might have been an Absol verse, but s- something about it, I just had to stop and think that was the worst thing <laughs> I could have heard right now. Like, I have heard Yachty lyrics that have had more grace than <laughs> oh what he said. Gosh. We'll get there, but it's not it's not an indictment on Ch- um, Chance. I think Chance actually does a great job generally throughout all this. But do we have um, initial initial statements, initial feelings we want to throw out there about? Um, do you want to start with acid rap? Uh, we could just start with um, just Chance the Rapper in general. In general, touchdown okay. here and there. Um, I can go. I Chance actually uh, s- signaled for me a comeback to um, more hip hop. I I, I I went through this phase where in high school where I was all about Lupe and I was all about mostly him really. Uh, but then I, I phased out of it, and I and I went to my little um, Avit Brothers and Simon and Garfunkel corner. That's a very different place um, to go. Yeah, I know. And then hello, darkness, my old friend. Uh, my <laughs> books and my poetry protected me, and uh, you are a rock, Nathan. I, I am, and an island, in fact. But in in due time, uh, Chance's coloring book came out, and I was on a worldview retreat, and uh, people kept talking about it, and so finally I went and listened to it, and I was like. This is good. Mm. I like this. Because what initially turned me off to hip hop and rap was there was a, maybe it was a phase in, in, in what I was listening to, but I just, it didn't seem clever anymore. It just seemed filthy. Yeah. It just seemed about strippers up on a pole, or a pole and champagne flowing. And it was a lot of uh, Little Wayne yeah. going on, a lot of. I remember Wiz starting Khalifa. when I was like. 12 i think i started i started listening to t-pain and i went like none of this is interesting or good but it's also when i started devolving into being like but i don't care because autotune sounds interesting to my 12 year old mind um but so i it phased me out but then chance kind of brought me back and i was like this is good this is fun this is this is hopeful this is this is different um and so i just full force into chance and i and i love his style of just of uh, sometimes going really low with just a mellow beat, and then sometimes going big, big bands. Um, mm. I like. I think that that matches really well with him, with yeah. him and his lyrics. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I think he does a really good job of that. Other than I, I, I can't think of anyone specifically, but I do know there are times where I feel like, um, sh- shoot, so so new school, but um, Ski Mask the Slump God. He he's known for really big beats, fast, really weird lyricism. But there are times, like in the middle of a record, where he'll stop and just do some Travis Scott worship, mm-hmm. and just be like, mm, "I'm gonna croon my way through this auto tune and really smoky, chilled back beat." And I'm like, "That doesn't make sense compared to <laughs> everything else you've done. You were just screaming about blowing up something, or or or, or not. He's not." Uh, I don't want to mischaracterize how he sounds, but he does not sound like the kind of person who would shift into that. But Chance, the, the difference between um, the, no, Good <laughs> intro is his, 
That's the opening of Acid Rap. Yeah. Um, the the opening all we got people there. Yeah, all we got from Coloring Book uh, and uh, Juke Jam, like that that difference in a lot of other situations. I'd be like, this doesn't make any sense, but he pulls it off so well. The transition from this huge choral arrangement in the chorus with his vocal switches uh, and and how grand it sounds and orchestral it, it makes you feel like you're in a big church with a huge congregation. And Juke Jam, which is just much, much slower. Yeah. Feels like easy listening yeah. music. That's the one thing he, per- that's the one original song he performed during the, um, his Tiny Desk concert, which is hmm. also the only other song I heard from him. I heard No Problem, then I saw his desk concert. And that song made me think, dang, he's actually really smooth. Yeah. Just his, his, his smooth charisma. He has an amazing um, live performance yeah. uh, persona. Like, I don't know. I uh, I don't want to. I never like to say bad things about Ye, but I, I his. Well, I remember seeing some of his performances where he just seemed weird so, up there. It's like so he easy just, to say bad things about Ye, but though. I don't like to. You know, <laughs> like we gotta be nice to some people in here. Um, he needs all our love right now. He needs all our love right now. We we, we can see that clearly. But <laughs> reach some, out. It's something about how Chance like fills the 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 room with with himself. Yeah. Like he's fully there, and he's and he's and he's rapping and he's jumping and he's, I don't know. I I really like his his live performance persona. Um, but uh, some other things I like about Chance is just his general funness. Like he's mm-hmm. got lyrics. Like <laughs> maybe this is a bad lyric, but I could spare a rib to get my baby back. <laughs> just a funny. I don't know. Kind of clever. That's, lyric that's just short of being bad that's just to the short point of, of being, being bad. bad but he i think he knows what he's doing yeah um, well he doesn't take the game too seriously no that, that's something that's kind of i think that's what sort of won me over a little bit um he doesn't take the game too seriously but also he is coherent mm. so like a lot of brock hampton incoherent I love my Motorola. I love my Motorola. Did you just say that Brock so Hampton like, is the I love my Motorola line? That's Quavo from Yachty's Minnesota. I will not it. hear people. Shoot. Okay, okay. You got me, Cooper. You got me. Thank okay. you. All right. Wow. That was Yachty. Tagged. So Yachty. Yeah. Ouch. Put me on blast. Um, so Fight me. <laughs> okay. Example still stands. That's incoherent gibberish. Oh, yeah. It is trash. Oh, but, for sure. But it's, it's the idea of not taking the game too seriously. Whereas you've got Chance, who can have a playful lyric, but it's still like, okay, this is going somewhere. There's some little piece of content like in, in the line that Nathan just mentioned. So I, I, I like the balance that he can kind of strike with that. Yeah. Yeah, and along that, you know, he, he doesn't just, he doesn't stick with fun. He doesn't just stick with celebrating life. He, he has this, I guess, a hope, you know, that's, which is just a theme that I keep hitting back to. It's just the hopefulness that I like in hip hop. And I think this hope is something that is just throughout his songs. Like he can, he he deals with hard subjects, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, what does he say in, in blessings? Um, uh, Jesus, black life ain't matter. I talked to his daddy. He's the man of the house now, right? He's talking about some serious issues in, uh, and then and then in um, summertime friends. He's talking about summertime shootings in Chicago, and yet these things don't. He doesn't doesn't just start grinding an axe. Mm-hmm. Um, but instead, he he takes a hopeful spin on some of these things, somewhat um, similar to I think uh, Talib. But anyway, uh, I also like how he's always, again, a, another positive thing. He's he's very relational. You know, like how many times does he reference Kanye? Like a bunch. Yeah. I can think of four or five times he does, and he's always talking about his family or his girlfriends yeah. um, or his grandma, and it's never in terrible, terrible light. Or it's all mostly in yeah. good light. It, the, the weirdest thing he mentioned about Kanye was when he said, "Um, he didn't sign me, but I know he's proud of me." Yeah. That's that's kind of adorable. Exactly, he's proud of me. I love that. <laughs> Thanks, um, Dad. Yeah, he kind of seems like everybody's kid brother, you yeah. know. Yes. And he's a little guy. Yeah. So yeah. I think the live performance is like he bundles a whole lot of energy into like this slight build and so yeah. that that's kind of a fun little guy with a big it. head literally a large yeah. head and that's that's all i got he doesn't mm-hmm. have like he doesn't have an ego he just has a fantastically a huge skull um <laughs> and his hair <laughs> which he's proud of i have not seen much of his hair that hat stays on his head all yeah. in, like all the pictures i've seen of him um well he said he, sl- he sleeps in his hat <laughs> that was one oh, line. yeah yeah i think right. that was more like a, about his pride in city mm. um but 
Yeah, this is some just some, imagining uh, sleeping. Yeah. Some of my initial thoughts on chance. What about right. you guys? I think the um, being pulled into the music side, the, the the sonic nature of the album, is really what helped me start turning my perspective into a positive one. Yeah. Because some of his flows I still don't love. There's probably four or five songs, which maybe I'll mention later, that I just don't like. Like I wouldn't want to hear them. <laughs> they they they're irritating to me. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> the music in the songs that I do like, I really really like a lot. So he's got that big, like Hammond organ thing going on. He's got the the big church choir. Um, he has like soulful voices um, other than his own. And so for me, the first thing like into this album was really um, the musicality of it. And, and I, mm. I liked how it felt. And that kind of, it kind of made me think of um, Tribe Called Quest in some ways. So the Tribe used a lot of samples, but they were always really kind of funky and soulful and didn't sound like anybody else in hip hop at the time. Mm. And actually Tribe just came out with an album maybe like... Um, it was like a year ago. Yeah, maybe a year ago. And it's still like, it sounds like Tribe from the early 90s. And I feel like Chance has a very identifiable sound um, that uh, is unique to him um, and has a, a a fun vibe to it. And um, it's more than like a rapper. You've got a musician. Mm. So to contrast with um, Eminem on the album that we just did, like that, that could have just been a freestyle. That whole album could have been a freestyle over a beatbox. Like mm. there was nothing musically about that album yeah. that was necessary. Yeah. For it, it didn't it didn't seem like he crafted lyrics and flow no. into his instruments. They, you, they didn't build off of each yeah. other or from each other. And there weren't very many instruments like they were not lush tracks at all. No. Um, but Chance has kind of a signature sound um, sonically um, that I was kind of digging. So that was my first step in. Yeah, I especially the the I think the one the only part of Coloring Book uh, about its musicality that I had a, any hang up about was the opening track. It was all we got. It was the it was the chorus because I don't know what it was, but the way they synthesized the chorus or the production they had on the chorus itself was so intense. I had to draw back just a little bit. Mm. Like it, it goes from the lyric. And I, I, I love his vocal switch between them, uh, the beginning where he's just he, he's softly rapping to really moves up into that upper register where he's kind of straining and pushing his voice out. I love that switch because he does yeah. a really great job of making it feel more intense but as soon as that chorus hits, they layer those vocals on top of each other so many times that I start feeling like it's drowning everything out or it's just a little too loud for me to be like, this doesn't, it feels like it's stepping on the rest of the instruments around it. And I can understand if he was going for something really, really big and, and trying to impact listeners, but I, I had to pull back every time I listened to it. Yeah, just, that's the only hang up I had. Everything else here was great especially when they brought like kirk franklin in that's oh, yeah. cool yeah. yeah yeah that well i was reading a review and it said this is the first successful gospel rap album and so like is this a gospel album or is this a rap album it really it really is a Does bridge a over very so, good job yeah. of blending those things yeah hmm. i also saw kirk franklin live at a billy graham rally in 1999 and he had pink paisley pants on just wanted wow. to let you know that's side note epic. That was that was okay. a part of my life. That's something I'm going. <laughs> we're to learning to... more and more about you. You tell us about the one time that you were in a, a choir that toured the country. And keep learning things about. <laughs> yeah, it's funny you talk about that um, beginning of um, and we back or um, all we got actually, yeah. we... and that's part of the thing. That's another thing that I love about Chance is his, his openings, man. Like I feel like to 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 get into a rap song, I gotta get warmed up. Like, yep. That's why I always like to start at the beginning because then hopefully they got like that interlude, they got that intro song yep. that's mm -hmm. gonna get me yeah. warmed up. But then, and that's exactly what he does with with uh, all, all we got. He's got that, mm, and he just yeah. and he does that multiple times. It's almost like a pause in the album and it gives you a break, and then you're like yeah. back into it. Well, I think like so. This is a gospel album. If you think about it, like a church service, the offertory is the fourth track. The um, very huh. slow, or it's like only a minute, 41 seconds. You've got this slow, soulful, soulful singer. You've got the organ, and it is kind of like that interlude past the plate kind of thing. Huh. Um, and then you go into blessings after that. Um, oh, and wow. that's kind of like the congregational response. I don't know. That's interesting. Could, I, mean, I that, like that. I, there's a lot of church going on in here. There's so. a lot of church going yeah. on in here. Uh, let's, let's drop in, in on acid rap just a bit because 
There was one thing that I, I definitely knew this morning. I was listening to Acid Rap, and as I was listening, I thought there's one thing I have to I have to make definite clear is that Coloring Book is so much better than Acid Rap so that I never want to listen to Acid Rap again. <laughs> um, it's not like I think Acid Rap is bad. It's just when I listen to Acid Rap and then listening to Color Coloring Book, I'm like, this is Acid Rap, but they did everything correctly. Uh, and they didn't lean on any of the sort of production things that I could find on, on a lot of other underground mixtapes. Like the only place you can find Acid Rap um, as, as like a downloadable, streamable thing is off of downloading it from a, a free mixtape website like Datpiff already. Like I cannot find it on iTunes. It is not on Spotify. Is it on SoundCloud? Um, I did Acid not. Rap? I did not find it. I did not check it on SoundCloud. Um, I do not yeah. look at SoundCloud very often. But that's, so that's weird because SoundCloud is like, to. huh? What? What? I said that's surprising with the <laughs> rappers you listen to. I check it on it very in, <laughs> infrequently. I want people to freaking put their music where I'm going to already be. Uh, I don't I don't like serving my musicians. <laughs> so I'm selfish. But... Hey, the internet was out at my house the whole week, and I had to listen to music I actually owned, not just streamed. <laughs> wow. And it took me back to like, you know, six years ago before oh we had all this free music. I was like, yeah. wow. Yeah, yeah, world my, has changed. My uncle sends me my uncle sends me records for like my, my birthday or yeah. Christmas every year because um, he was like an old school eighties punk, uh, yeah. and that's something I really like. So he'll send me a bunch of records. I have like twenty records I have not listened to because I have my phone on me. Yeah, and it's just oh I can always look up the music that came out thirteen seconds ago yeah. rather than being like oh I got to plug in my turntable into here, turn that on, right. get that out, treat it well, put it here, sit down and listen to my music. It's we're so spoiled for how quick things are. But as I was saying. Finding acid rap, I, I I was not aware things weren't on iTunes sometimes. Um, <laughs> but point being, Coloring Book is so much better than acid rap that I felt bad because I thought, I don't want to listen to acid rap again. Because I, I guess that kind of works because Coloring Book's the thing that I can find easier. And I think that's the thing that m most of us can find easier. It's weird because Coloring Book isn't even on iTunes. Coloring Book's on Spotify, but it's not on iTunes. Um and I can't remember. I feel like he mentioned Spotify in a song. I can't remember where. Spotify, Spotify, lift it on high, magnify, magnify, something, something, something. Okay. That, that's, that's some great memory. But um, Close. I have no idea why it's not on it. But you know what? Let, let, let's Glad set. they're fighting Apple. But like I was saying. Um, Spit a Spotify to qualify a spot on his he's, side. He's got some magnifying. I cannot somewhere. modify or ratify. My mama made me apple pies. Oh, man. Oh, that's a good mom. Um, like I said, stopping in on Acid Rap, there was one track. I'm going to, I think it's um, from Absol. Uh, let me make sure and run a quick little search. That's Smoke not the again. button I meant to press. Stop it, Siri. Go away. Are you talking about Smoke again? Uh, I think so, yeah. Oh, yeah, there it is. This is the, all right, I was I was lifting this morning because um, I am the biggest and strongest man I know, which is, <laughs> that was a lie. Uh, I'm going to cut that out. That was a lie. But I was, I almost dropped what I had in my hands because it was, uh, I don't even want to say it. Look, let me put my mouth where you potty boo. Oh. Them, them, and need potty training. They movement, that's a potty train. I wanted to throw what I had. I wanted to throw it away. I wanted to throw acid wrap away at that. And it wasn't Chance's fault. And I've heard Absol sound decent before. That line made me so mad because it was... I understand what people say when they're like, oh, they're too vulgar now. I, I used to be like, oh, it's just swearing. We hear swearing all the time. No, that made me think this is the vulgarity that I cannot mm. stand. This is this. I understand. SoundCloud be gone. This is this is not what I can... <laughs> this is not what I can stomach. That and Wayne's... Just get Wayne, too choked up when I think of old stuff lines. Those were the, the the two things that really stuck in my mind about either of these. But like I was saying, I loved Coloring Books production all throughout it. And it took me a bit to get into it. I thought I wasn't going to be able to get into it in the beginning because of how weird Chance sound, uh, sounded. Because his, his voice was so much more animated and and strained certain parts and really subdued in other parts. I didn't know if I was going to be able to deal with how different he was sounding constantly. But after like my third listen, 
I was finally thinking, like, I was finally moving around being like, I can't wait till he starts, you know, yelling at the mic for some reason, because that's when I'm going to start feeling, you know, that put your hands towards the ceiling and mm-hmm. lift it on high, praise it sort of feeling, especially, oh my gosh, when they start the How Great track with Jay Electronica. I love How Great Does they Our have God. That live. As, insane. As, that is one of my favorite hymns of all time. And hearing it just pop up in the middle of the album, I just thought, oh my heavens. This is wonderful. <laughs> and this is that, so that's great. the best chance verse on the whole album too. Like when he does um, when he does the, the verse that starts magnify, magnify, lift it on high, spit a Spotify. Like that's the most cleverly written and lyrically interesting hmm. um, cor- or um, verse on, on the whole album for me too. Yeah. So why? Well, um, he's crafting something that sounds good but feels like um, like almost like a spoken word flow. So yeah. some of Chance's flow sounds very, very spoken word, which sometimes doesn't include as much of like the um, the internal rhyming and alliteration and stuff like that um, that a traditional like hip hop flow would, would include. So he kind of does both. He uses a slower spoken word delivery, but has a lot of those poetic devices that you would see more often um, in like a straight hip hop flow. Yeah. I also yeah. like that he wasn't doing like the, the A flow that he does in some places, which I don't like. I'd, I'd never be convinced. I just can't stand the A flow. Um, and then in other places, and this is this is kind of my critique, he's a mumble rapper in places. Like he is not, Whoa. Chance is not a Whoa. mumble rapper, okay. but Evidence. he mumbles while he raps. Okay. He mumbles while he this raps in a number of places. So yeah. Those are shots, shots fired. fired. <laughs> yeah, so that's why the the um, verse on how great I like so much. <laughs> we just took it there. Um, because he doesn't do some of those things that, mm. to me, are a little bit um, irritating, dismissive. Not my aesthetic for hip-hop. So Okay, do we have a rebuttal to the phrase that Chance is a mumble rapper? <laughs> well, first, I He mumbles when he raps on occasion. So, ergo, mumble rap. I'm just saying. Um, oh <laughs> I think that's just probably his Chicagoing. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm making crap up. Uh, he's oh, he's oh. Chicagoed all over this he, part. He's just. He's just. That's just his accent. I don't know. But uh, uh, I think he he, he mixtape has... track seven. Oh darn it. A flow, and then he mumbles this line. <laughs> I love your little critique. We don't. We don't know none of your words. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Do you have the sound that's like the mic dropping, Cooper? Um, like, maybe that's what I just did. I'm going to look it up. <laughs> mic drop. Let's see if we can. Um, nope. No. Okay. Well, let me just look up drop. That's probably not what I want. I did look up praise, and I wanted to see what this does. Praise the Lord. <laughs> yes. I didn't know it was going to start that making good. that noise. Wow. I just kept going. How'd you get a recording of Dr. Leg? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get, I'm going to try and get recordings of like different people on campus and make them my little soundboard of what's nice. going on. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Production Pal- value is going up. Mr. Palmer is saying, oh, we'll take them out back and we'll beat them senseless or something like that. <laughs> mm. So that's why, yeah. So there's a little bit of contrast for me there. Um, so you've got something like mixtape that doesn't hit for me at all. I could definitely um, tell yeah, that I was going to happen. It yeah. had Young Thug and Yachty and I thought, this is the. This is not a good sign. This is the one thing I'm gonna like and no one else will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there you go. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't love mixtape. Um, and another one I didn't like too much was, uh, you know, some of these took me a lot longer to get into. Like it was maybe my sixth, seventh listen before I before I stopped, mm-hmm. you know, spotting and and spot checking. Like, oh, skip that. You know, like uh, I had a hard time with mixtape and um, all night actually. But then eventually I just kept. Pushing there, I was like, man, these are, there's there's something to these songs. They're not they're not my favorite by any means, um, which we should talk about favorite songs. Yeah. Um, the one thing I do want to mention is that this is this is a really non-traditional structuring of an album. Like, it, it doesn't have like some rap albums they have skits and that can get on my nerves. Like, the, Eminem has skits. his own. Eminem it. has his skits. Other people have skits. Let's uh, write more songs. But this is this is the non-traditional album. Uh, structure in in that like the the fourth track is um dram big baby mm-hmm. dram just singing this weird little very short tribe about is a minute and 40 seconds of just being like you're special and i went you know what 
that's the weirdest thing to put here, but I did not hate it. It was good. I it, liked that. It, it yeah. fit. It didn't interrupt much. It, it kind of added more to this sort of carefree, but at the same time, very positive mm-hmm. and, and at, yeah, uplifting, uplifting feel to a lot of it. And how, how, like, how great is just the beginning is just the, the choral singing of it all. And then there's that break into the lyrics and they have, I forgot where it is, but there's, there's that end of i think it might be it might be finish line um i think where there's this break in the song uh and yeah it's it's when it shifts into drown um from finish line into drown how it's at two songs that are like very separate and they start having a uh, no name on on the the second track who i think is really wonderful um uh not not a mumble rapper whatsoever she's just such a pleasant voice uh yeah, it's it's a non-traditional structuring of of an album, and I didn't I didn't uh, notice how I think uh, this is related to acid rap, but the very last track on acid rap flows right into the beginning of um, acid yep. rap because what it, I forgot what the beginning of it actually actually said. Uh, it's the and we back and, and we, we back, back yeah. and we uh, yeah uh, yeah uh. yeah I thought I I. I thought that was just one of his general ad libs, but it it really fit into the it flow. The, yeah, he's yeah, got a lot of consistency of that. with that. Um, but if we if we want to start about uh, talk about favorite tracks, then you want to start us off, Nathan? I will. Um, one of my favorite tracks actually is one of her one of his newest ones, which is 65th and Ingle Side, which has a lot of the same elements that I've already pointed out. Um, can you start it? No, oh, let me find it. Um, which is just some of the. The ideas of, of hopefulness and thankfulness, it's interesting that the song is pretty much a thanking to his girlfriend who supported him throughout some hard times, and it's um, talking about how he couldn't pay her back, or I don't know, it's just... And and then here's this initial warm-up that I love that's like, let's almost let you get into the song. Yeah. And then he starts doing like a, it's almost like a little ball bouncing, ball bouncing, and then you kind of jump up and then you hit. It's similar yeah. to another one of my favorites, which is uh, "Summer Summertime Friends." Summertime Friends. Oh, right. Which is uh, where, where he's got this lyric, which I love. He says, "Socks on concrete, concrete, Jolly Rancher kids," <laughs> and it's just like, man, I know what socks on con- concrete feels like. Yeah, that that yeah, that, that really elicits a lot of identifiable feelings. That's. I don't know. His lyrics are a lot more... Are we going to get sued? Uh, as long as we talk over it, I don't think so. <laughs> I was doing a lot of thinking about it. I realized that like we can play music. The entire point of fair use is that as long as what we are doing is transformative uh, in nature, being that uh, we are critiquing and also talking on top of the thing. Uh, um, it, as long as we don't you play a full song, um, we, can, we, we can do that. We can get away with this. And gotcha. also, for educational purposes, we're granted a little bit of a leeway in that. Yeah, that I, like your, well. I like your music in it. It's yeah, good. it does help. Um, uh, I'm going to play a little bit of mixtape because I enjoyed a little bit of that. Yeah, this is one I didn't like. I can understand that because Young Thug is a polarizing <laughs> voice. It's weird. Young Thug is like the, the, the SoundCloud-ish new school version of Chance in terms of just vocals because Chance has the this range of... of sound to what he's doing that strained and subdued uh sort of thing and young thug sounds like he's been punched in the gut uh, every morning for all of his life <laughs> he's just constantly wheezing and i can get behind just compared that, him to chance oh boy well uh, just just in terms of his, <laughs> that voice um but he I don't, the features on both of these were really i, I don't want to call them weird they were just really interesting to actually See, I, th- I was looking at the, all the features on here, and I thought Young Thug uh, and and Yachty were the most currently relevant features in terms of you know who who people are still really going on about. And then I saw like they had Jay Electronica, who I haven't heard much from in a while. No Name, who's pretty underground, and then they had he had Future and T Pain and Wayne uh, and Kanye West in the beginning, uh, along with Two Chains. And I was I, I kept thinking these are so. So very different people mm. to be having on this album. It's like a unifying. Well, then you got Kirk sort of Franklin, piece. and, and you just talk Kirk Franklin, like a total outlier. Well, if, if you're going to do a gospel album, yeah. and you don't add Kirk you Franklin, you've, Justin you've Bieber. Sinned. Yeah, I mean, that was weird. That was weird. Yeah. That but... was a weird thing to say, but yeah. I was okay with it because I really, really like Juke Jam. Mm. Oh my, it's such, mm. it's such a pleasant sound, and and how slow, and even though it's 
kind of awkward, but it's so, I don't, it's, it's the, it's the most lighthearted I felt on the album. The rest of it has me, you know, going and, and feeling this whole, you know, raise, raise the roof thing. Um, but, but then even on, um, acid rap, he, he had more than I thought he would. He had like a Vic Mensa, um, and no name was on there as well, along with, um, Saba, who's been on a lot of stuff. BJ, the Chicago kid who was around and doing quite a bit for a while, who I've heard like nothing from for a while and action Bronson and ab soul who have also had like their, their big moments, uh, semi recently. So it's, it's. It's interesting to see. Oh, and Childish Gambino. I don't know how I forgot about that. Childish Gambino as well. Yeah. Which yeah, one's he on? Uh, he's on a favorite song. That's um, the eighth track on Acid Rap. Okay. But yeah, these these sorts of things bring together features that I, I feel like I wouldn't see anywhere else. It's it's like yeah. a unifying piece of of art. These things they they come together and they make sense in a lot of ways. They don't feel as out of place. Sometimes they do. Uh, Yachty and Thug, but a lot of these they still build on each other and and jay electronica even he he added quite a bit to how great compared to what i thought he would because if it was just chance on that then it would be his sort of spoken word flow but hmm. jay added this second perspective to the story that they were still telling uh, this this coming to god or re-recognizing uh yeah. his importance in their lives sort of the sort of um, tale they were spinning what about you? Favorites? Okay. Yeah. Uh, side note, um, if you want to talk to a big young thug fan on campus, you need to go talk to Dr. Hannah Schultz, history what? professor. What? <laughs> Excuse me. What? <laughs> Dr. Hannah lets all play a game for nine weeks Schultz likes young thug? She will talk to you about young thug if you want to have that conversation. So I might... I might need to. <laughs> Just giving you some faculty gossip there right here. Is there a fourth here. microphone in here? Yeah. <laughs> right here, literally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if it so, works, but dadgum. I don't know. Maybe, maybe we need to bring her in to review some young thug with us. <laughs> She can um, have my chair. <laughs> Dr. Schultz, give us your give yeah. us your ideas on the young thug. Well, in 1392, France began their... Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> is, that a, is that a sad way to view Dr. Schultz? So, I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying, like, you know, you got to round it out. Round out your view yeah. of these people. Um, so I really liked Angels on the music side of things. Huh. It had that calypso, kind of like that steel drum beat yeah. that came in later on. I really liked um, Saba's chorus. So, that. Yeah, that was kind of cool. And I think the calypso sound comes in with Saba. Um, but it doesn't really have a whole lot lyrically that I'm into, but it was just kind of a fun sound. Um, some of the dance sounding um, uh, uh, tracks I did kind of like. There was one that I wrote like, this sounds like disco-ish. Which one kind of sounded like disco to here, me? Here, let me, let me play through these real quick just to see. Um, let's see here. Maybe finish line. I'm thinking, I don't know. There you go. All night. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So another one, that one like like Angels, lyrically, no content going on. I mean, there's just not anything happening. Um, but it's kind of like a fun dance and move disco uh, type of feel. So mm -hmm. I liked those ones. I like the lyricism of How Great and mm. Blessings. Um, so those were my winners. Let's for, talk about the prosperity lyrics. gospel so, nonsense of yeah, Blessings. Yeah, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I got a word about that. <laughs> Nathan, okay. Is it prosperity gospel? Nathan could come with that it. That whole, yeah. like, as the praises go up, the blessings, the blessings go up. I know the difference between get, blessings and worldly possessions. I, I, uh, I get what he, back. I, as I was listening, I got what he was saying. At the same time, the first thing I thought was, that's not how this works. <laughs> you know, there's actually quite a few blogs. Uh, months ago, there was an event at Camp House, the Gospel of Chance the Rapper. Whoa. And a, a Lee University professor hosted a whole seminar. And I think this is her... Um, article on Rel on Relevant Magazine where, oh, where cool. really? it's she talks about how we can learn stuff from Chance the Rapper about the Great Commission. Hmm. It's really hmm. interesting, interesting, and to me, it goes a bit far. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know Chance has how great in his album, but his latest song has um, "Fu" running throughout the entire yeah. background. So yeah. that's interesting. So, like, you know, what's going on there? It's that weird. A lot of a lot of rappers rappers throw it up throw it up to God, or they're wearing Jesus pieces. Yeah. But at the same time, they're living in ways that a lot of a lot of Christians can't recognize as the way they would see Jesus living, or okay. the way that they think Christians. Uh, should live lots of lots of rappers are saying like you know i give it up to god in the next verse they're talking about strip clubs drugs money shootings all these things and which and, at least we don't have that as much in chance it's true it's true um but it's it's that smoke break yeah 
Oh okay. no, that's just smoking. Okay. We're fine. We're talking. He <laughs> had a, other thing. He it's had fine. a mixtape called Acid Rap. Okay, listen, that was before. That was Xanax days. That was, Chain smokers. I got smoke to again. Oh, oh, and then his line. It says, um, he says, uh, man, it's kind of funny. Uh, uh, he's talking about his addiction to Xan, and he says, uh, man, I totally. I, I had it, but it was doing something like, I started forgetting my name, started missing my chance. Uh, and I was like, ah, that's kind of funny. Yeah. Okay. I think like looking at like the the gospel, like that title, like the gospel of chance. I mean, it's it's an interesting shtick, but you are assuming that this guy has like a coherent operating view on like theological issues, which yeah. he definitely doesn't. But what he is doing is he's he's doing what hip hop does, which is sampling. He's sampling different cultural sounds and different cultural ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's not putting forth something like a, a, a coherent or systematic view on anything. Yeah. So he's this isn't his dissertation. This no. isn't this, this isn't, isn't A.D. Carson. This is not <laughs> the gospel according to chance. Yeah. This yeah, is yeah. this is chance thinking like these sounds r- yeah. really work. And, you know, I, I can throw it up to someone every once in a while. Interesting. Um, well, I want to say that uh, we've compared chance to um, I think you would say little Yachty or young thug. thug. Uh, his his vocality reminiscent of well, Young Thug. If you're gonna pull that, I, I'm gonna pull it again. That man, he, he, Chance and Talib need to come together for well, a song. It, yeah, you know what? I mean, there's look like this. L- listen to this lyric. Yeah. He says, "The people's chant must be everything the people can." That that's that's that could be in Talib. Oh, yeah. it'd, be, it'd be far more clever somehow. Yeah, maybe. Spilling yeah. in so all kinds of references. I mean, if but... we're talking about community involvement, they both, you know, they're, they're think both about yeah. that. quite good on that. Yeah. yeah. Well, Radio Silence is an album that is like, that was Talib Kweli's last album, and it has like a very organ, gospel, horns kind of sound to it, which is something that Chance does as well. So, um, yeah, I would, I would buy the heck out of that for sure. I'd love to see a Talib feature somewhere right next to, I don't know. I was gonna say Rick Ross or something. Oh no! Yeah. Nope. Someone else who's completely get out, Rick Ross. Someone else who's completely but, uh, unexpected. Uh, one more thing that I love about Chance, which we which we commented on, that he's kind of like the little brother, um, which I love his relationship with with Ye. Um, it's just such an it's so fascinating it's, it's to me. It's so cute. It's so cute, right? Um, <laughs> but there's this one performance uh, where where Ye's out there and he's got his clothes and it's all white and he's got uh, 15 people behind him and he's doing ultralight beam. Mm-hmm. And he he's in there and he's he's hitting everything and then Chance's line comes up. Yay gets out of the way. He goes in the background and he's like puts his arm around one of the guys that was behind him mm-hmm. and Chance just takes full stage and you can just see Yay like kind of like grooving in the background yeah. like doing the lyrics and smiling. I don't know if it was it was a show, but when Yay gets out of the way for someone. <laughs> The, the rare situation. Something is happening. <laughs> and, and of course, you have that great line, um, my ex looking back like a pillar of salt mm, yeah. um, from, from Chance and that. And, just and, some, some deep lore right there. Yeah, he, I, yeah, I like those biblical references. Hit Jericho yeah, with the buzzer beater. That was a good to one. To end the quarter watch brick and mortar fall like dripping water. Oh, man, I like those. That's off of Blessings. Yeah, yeah that was a good one. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm gonna throw it quick. I think my favorite is probably just gonna be how great, just because mm. I love I love that him and the way they use it in the beginning, uh, the, the the lyrics at the end, the story, and how passionate it all sounds. Wonderful, um, and juke jam for the slow burn sort of pleasant mm. pleasant thing. I'm fine with it, especially the performance on Tiny Desk, which was I got to see that. Fun. It was it was worth it. He he reads a poem that he wrote. Uh, really? Something else I really appreciated. He is more of a he he's more of a poet. Uh, in, in in some ways, he he can have dumb lyricism, but that poem <laughs> definitely that that showed me that he is definitely a very conscious person. I, I think that's where I was able to turn the corner on him. So much of what I heard in the first time through was like I'm not hearing the lyrics come through. He doesn't actually have that many core, or he doesn't have that many verses that are that are like dense and poetic. But the ones that he does have are really good. So yeah. for me, for an album to feel complete and large. 
like you've got three banging verses in every song. He's got maybe five banging verses in a whole album. Mm. Um, and that's not because he can't do it. It's just because he's not interested in doing that on every track. That's interesting. So, yeah. Um, do you have quick final thoughts? All right, yeah, you quick gotta, final gotta, ratings. Yeah. Here we go. I'm going to give it a, uh, man, maybe individual tracks, I would give 10s, 10 out of 10s. Mm-hmm. But as an album overall, I'm going to say um, just to be maybe eight and a half or nine. Mm. Nine on some days, eight and a half on other days. Okay. Um, but I understand that. Yeah. yeah. Some days the blessings are falling in your life. Yeah. That's when, <laughs> that's when this I thing turns into a nine. between blessings and worldly possessions. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, I give it a seven. Um, okay. So I, I really... It's the holy number. You know. I really like <laughs> the tracks that I like. I really dislike the tracks that I just like. There are four tracks that I just can't get, get into. The rest of it, um, I can I can definitely get down. So strong seven. All right. I'm going to give it a 6.66. No. <laughs> oh, Which is no. rounded up to a seven. You better edit that out. Uh, I'm going to keep it. Just, I'm the one with the programs. Okay. Uh, uh, honestly, I... It, it really depends. There's there are some things here that I can I could give or take. I, I wouldn't care too much about. But the stuff that's good is v- just so very good. Yeah. When, when he hits the ball out yes. of the park, it's so good. No problem. All we got. Even that Dram song, for as short and as weird as it is, I really really enjoy yeah. that. Um, how great and both both versions of blessings. Um, they are they they're both wonderful. Um, and 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 drown with um no name. It's, I'd give it an eight. I'd give it right. an eight. Um, some sometimes it's not my favorite, but when it when it does well, it does just so very well. Uh, All and right. Well, I want to go ahead. I want to uh, continue my w- one last thing, just because I, I love him so much. Is that he? I think his level of popularity arises just from his style of music. I mean, just the other day, one of my friends showed me this their, their screen background, and and it just said no bad vibes. Right, I think a lot of a lot of Chance's popularity comes from this this notion that we don't want bad vibes anymore. We want we want more positive vibes, um, and that's powerful in Chance to me um, because he a lot of rappers I see are more like, you know what, screw the haters, let's get this, you yeah. know. And he to me Chance is more like it doesn't matter, let's get this though. Yeah. It's like a heads up, eyes open, but I, I'm I'm watching. It's it's less what I'm doing. Not what it's less doing. light. Let it's less like let's fight the haters and let's yes. just do well on ourselves. And more rappers are doing that. Right? <laughs> Eminem should learn from what? <laughs> Eminem should learn more than just. <laughs> Eminem just needs to take some time. And Have fix some time himself. for himself. Yeah. I don't know. All right, with that, you got some music to take us out on. Uh, you know what? I yeah, can. Let's give some um, Eminem back. Let's. Just, we should um, start with that. You know what? And with that, y'all. We can call that the uh, the end of this episode. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we gotta bounce out. We'll figure out what we're gonna do um, for the next episode in a bit. But want to thank you all for joining us, and thank you for Nathan for giving us this amazing album to take some take some time with. Uh, you know, Young Thug Forever, 420. Let's go. Um, uh, and with that, I believe that we can actually pronounce this a wrap. It's a Rap is a production of WJBC The Roar. Any opinions expressed are those of the individuals. If you'd like to find more, you can find us on iTunes and Spotify, or find us at wjbctheroar.podbean.com and email us at wjbcradio at brian.edu. Music was provided by The Passion Hi-Fi. Visit them at thepassionhi-fi.com. <laughs>